Hello, I'm Noah Hardwick, and you're listening to the I Know a Guy podcast, the show where we discuss the difficulties of curating Christian music with guests while discovering new music along the way. Joining me today is Damaris, who creates playlists of Christian music on 8tracks.com, which, if you've never heard of 8tracks.com, it's a service that lets users upload their own music to it and create a playlist that has to be at least eight tracks long, but could be much longer. So, uh, Damaris, could you tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into creating playlists on 8tracks? Sure. Uh, I'm a 24-year-old Christian woman from Brazil. I majored in law and have recently passed the bar exam so I can litigate here in my state. I live in the coast area in the northeast part of Brazil, and I definitely don't do anything artistic besides sometimes making an 8-tracks playlist, which I, I love because it's so much fun. Um, and my playlists consist of mostly Christian worship music. The genres I pick uh, will be usually acoustic, indie folk, a little bit of electronic, sometimes indie rock. And that's just because it's the sound I enjoy most hearing. Uh, when I make public playlists on 8-tracks, I always take my personal preference into account because I also listen to my own playlists on there all the time. So I make sure that each of my playlists turns out to be something that I personally enjoy because if nobody else likes them, at least I do and I will be listening to them. Yeah, and I can really under- relate to what you said about n- not being terribly artistic, so you make playlists, because that's <laughs> that's how I feel. I have no musical talent at all, so I, I guess my-, my talent then is to like curate all the music into a playlist so other people can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> how long yeah, have you been uh, making so playlists? Uh, I found out about the Atrex website. Uh, slash app, streaming service, uh, whatever you call it, yes. uh, in short, uh, in 2013. But I only began making the playlists, my own playlists, in 2014. And by that time, I had already listened to a bunch of other people's, other users' playlists on there. And I was so uh, amazed at the, the amount of new music that I would find, and I wanted to make my own playlists and to tell people about what I like to hear, uh, like a music diary or something. So making these playlists has been a way for me to compile some of some of my favorite music in a way that's sort of artistic mm-hmm. because uh, uh, the good thing about Atrex is because you can make playlists based on genre, based on a topic, on a theme. That's really cool. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing for um, three years. 2014 is when I began. Good. So let's say when you go to, to make a playlist, where do you even start? I mean, do you start with like a, a topic or an idea theme or just songs you like? Or how do you do that? Oh, um, to be honest, the, the idea for a playlist comes after. I found this one track. I love, I absolutely love, and I want to share it with whoever finds it, uh, whoever finds it on my mix or playlist on the internet, or maybe it's a couple of songs that I happen to listen to in a short period of time. And next thing, my brain makes a connection. I go like, wow, these two tracks would go really well together. And then uh, since the shortest playlist you can publish on the site has to have at least eight songs, like I said, 
it's when I start hunting six more songs um, at a minimum or more. I just go and look for other songs that would be a good fit for either the genre or the theme I've chosen. I work around one or two tracks um, initially, and then the rest comes as I remember songs and I make a connection uh, with the song lyrics and think of a theme, a theme or topic mm -hmm. around that. So when you're putting the playlist together, uh, how much work do you put into like making sure that the songs transition smoothly from one track to the next? Do you put a lot of work into like the order or is it just kind of just haphazardly thrown together? Uh, well, I have a funny story about that because I used to take longer to, to do this order arrangement. But one time, uh, actually, it took me weeks to decide the best order for the tracks to go smoothly. But when I finally decided and published that playlist, it didn't do so well. And then there were, uh, there were other times when I took 20, uh, 20 minutes, uh, including music selection and the arrangement, the, the order arrangement. And when I published them, they went to gold really fast in a week. And I was like, wow, why should I put that much work in something that comes so intuitively to me? Uh, I shouldn't have to think too hard about it. Uh, you know, let's go with my intuition. Mm -hmm. um, but I, as I'm not a, a native, uh, an English native speaker, I have to spend some time previously researching and make sure that I understand the lyrics of what's being said. Because I like to, uh, according to the lyrics of the songs, I, I like to find an overarching theme uh, a, a theme that would uh, go through all the songs because mm -hmm. I, I like to make themed playlists uh, so it takes me a while researching previously but once I open the app or actually when I open the website and start selecting and putting arrange the order nowadays it takes me only 20 to 30 minutes that's that's really interesting. Uh, I think maybe I've been doing it wrong then, because I always put so much time into like making sure that mine are like this perfect order, and none of my playlists ever go anywhere. Like I think my best playlist has maybe like fifty likes or something, and I think your best playlist had like close to four hundred or something. So maybe I just need to yeah, spend less time on ordering and more time on just <laughs> picking songs out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think um, if you have some, a very specific topic. Uh, I think it's more likely that people will find your playlist as something different from the rest. And uh, to be honest, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if you know about that, but Atrex has been uh, having problems with streaming service on other countries. And I have, yeah, I happen to be in a country with those restrictions. Really? I've noticed that yeah. they've made a lot of changes lately, but I wasn't, I didn't know anything about differences in other countries. Yeah, so I can basically only listen to my own playlists now, which is fine huh. because I, I love listening to them. Uh huh. Uh, but if I uh, try and play somebody else's playlist, it will pull up songs from YouTube. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of a downside to it, uh, but I still make playlists. And I think because of that, 
uh, the traffic in the on the website from other countries dropped considerably ever since 2016 when they did that. Yeah. And when I published my uh, latest playlists, I was on the one of the few people who are still still doing it, doing mm -hmm. it. So. Uh, if you were to search for Christian music, my playlist would come up first. So I guess uh, that benefited me. <laughs> <laughs> In a strange way, uh, yeah. Yeah. I saw people would listen to my playlist because uh, it was pretty much what they had to listen at the, at the time. But I, yeah, I, I do some work. Not, I mean, it's never, uh, uh, how can I say, um, hard work in the sense mm -hmm. that you're not enjoying it. I always enjoy enjoy what I when I do playlists. So for me, what never felt like work. Um, uh, so I lost I lost track of what I was going to say. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. So um, uh, going back to something you said a minute ago about how eight tracks has changed in your country, have you moved to making playlists on another music service besides eight tracks? Yes, um, sometimes I also make playlists on Spotify and on SoundCloud, other streaming services. Yeah, I use Spotify a lot. I will have to find your playlist on there and check them out because that's what I've been using for the most part since I, I haven't really used 8-tracks since probably about last fall, um, fall 2016, because I started using Spotify a lot more. Yeah, I see, and I've been using 8-tracks less too. Uh, on that account yeah. of what I said to you. So uh, um, something else you said a minute ago that uh, caught my attention was you said that you have to, you look up the lyrics so that you could read through and make sure you understand them. Uh, do you have a hard time finding the lyrics for stuff sometimes? Sometimes if the band is too indie, uh, too new, uh, they usually won't have their lyrics up on the internet. Uh, but I, I mean, my listening skills have improved. Uh, so most of the time it's just one word that I have to make sure that uh -huh. I got it right. Uh, but it's always, it's always helpful if I have the lyrics. Yes. That, that's something that I do when I have spare time as I sit around and try and transcribe lyrics to songs so that they're on the internet somewhere. Cause it's really hard to find song yeah. lyrics to indie music a lot of times. That is true. Um, so Going back to talking about uh, the playlist you make and how the process of it, what about when it comes to the artwork that you use for playlists? Do you uh, have an idea for an artwork when you go into it, or is that something that you kind of go and look for after you've made the playlist and have an idea of what it sounds like? Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I confess that sometimes when I see some pretty typography or photograph, I sort of feel like making an HX playlist just so I could put that image as cover art. Um, however, it's often way after I got the idea for the music selection track or the theme that I go pick up some fitting image from apps and from sites like Pinterest, Tumblr, uh, and most recently I've been looking up Unsplash a lot. Unsplash is like this coolest, the, the coolest website because you are allowed to freely use whatever image you find on there and the photos are all good quality, you know, high resolution. Mm -hmm. Besides, you don't even have to credit who took the photo. Because the site's completely free. All images on Unsplash can be freely used. So if you didn't know about it, uh, I recommend you check out unsplash.com. That's that's interesting. I never heard of it, no. And that's one of the things I do like about 8Tracks is the fact that it does let you pick your own artwork. And like I don't 
think there's a lot of other services that do that. Like, I, I don't think you can do that on Spotify. And I honestly haven't tried no, on can't. SoundCloud. SoundCloud, you can do it on SoundCloud as well. Uh, I think okay. it brings some, uh, it brings some layer to your, to your playlist. Mm-hmm. It's nice. So let's let's talk about how you go about picking the music for your playlist, uh, especially since you do mostly Christian playlists. How yeah. do you go about deciding what artists you're going to include and whether or not they are going to fit the Christian theme yeah. of the playlist? Oh, I see. I see what you mean. Uh, well, and to be honest, um, um, to some of I. I think since I prefer to post praise in worship playlists, it's not that difficult because worship music is very explicitly Christian. Yes. You know, and I also don't listen to secular music much. I just wasn't, uh, I wasn't raised in a secular household. I always Christian music because both of my parents are evangelical Christians. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I do listen to secular music, it's mostly indie stuff, uh, indie folk. Uh, but not, it's not a habit of mine. I prefer praise and worship playlists, which are usually really explicitly yes. <laughs> uh, Christian. Uh, but if it's like um, Christian music that's just made by Christian artists, uh, I will only have a problem with their music when the lyrics are too ambiguous, I guess. Uh, but because they are believers... From my research, I, I will know if they are believers or not. Sometimes mm-hmm. I can't be sure. Uh, but if I, I feel that they are believers from my research, I usually give them the benefit of the, the, the benefit of the doubt when I try to interpret their songs. Right. Uh, but there will be some songs that I, I, I won't be able to do that. I will just not understand at all. Uh, so I, I will avoid those tracks that I can't understand or whose lyrics I can't agree with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't stop me from listening to that artist music or even from featuring them in my playlist, you know, because they may have some songs which I can understand the lyrics, uh, which I like, um, you know, I don't think it's a problem. Uh, I, li- I really, if I, I mean, if I like the song and the lyrics, I don't care much who sings it. Uh, I think every listener can decide for themselves if they will be listening to a certain artist. Uh, it's not my job to showcase indie Christian music. I don't do that as a job. I do that, I do that for fun, uh, just for the sake of sharing the music that I love. And I don't think um, I carry the responsibility on my shoulders to tell people what right. is Christian enough for them to hear. So that's why sometimes even if, even if I have uh, listened to a secular artist and there is like, um, you said in the question that you sent me, uh, there is some Christianity in the message of the song, I might put it in a playlist of mine. Although I don't do it much. Uh, and since my Christian playlists are very worship oriented, it's kind of, kind of easy to find the, the right songs for it, for them. Yeah, I think if you, you're mostly putting together music that's worship-related, then that makes it yeah. pretty simple, because I think most worship songs are, by just design, very Christian. <laughs> yeah, they will always uh, say God and Jesus, praise, worship, and uh, the vocabulary is like is, is around that. 
uh, I, I was listening to, I think, your first podcast uh, mm-hmm. where you said something about uh, Christian music uh, is, a more broad, is a broader term than just worship music. Uh, it could encompass music that's, that has a Christian worldview. Even if, it's, even if you don't say God in the song, Jesus in the song, but the, what is being sang uh is compatible with christian values i think yes you can listen to that without having any problems for your conscience <laughs> right so i want to ask you then what is the the christian music in brazil like is i mean here in the united states we have like a whole subculture dedicated to christian music where you've got christian yeah, labels christian radio do you have that sort of stuff in brazil too well, um, I mean, uh, Catholicism is pre- predominant, predominant in here. Right. Uh, but Protestantism, evangelical Christianity, is growing every day. So uh, we have our evangelical Christian radio stations, especially in major cities. There is always a couple of Christian radio stations. And... Um, there are also a few Christian labels, probably much less than you do in the U.S. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just, um, but, uh, it's growing. Um, and for what the music sounds like, uh, it's mostly pop. Uh, folks here, folks over here are heavily influenced by foreign groups like Hillsong and Battle Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mainstream kind of stuff. Uh, but you also make songs based on Brazilian genres of music, like Brazilian popular music, which has a very acoustic-oriented sound. Uh, and it's pretty good. I, I love it. Acoustic music is definitely my favorite favorite genre. Uh, so I, I think it's similar in a way that what, uh, to what you guys know in the U.S., except that we don't know, we don't have a concept of indie folk, indie Christian, something that I found right. out about when I was uh, looking up music uh, in English, part of my language learning process. And uh, what would be different is maybe our own Brazilian music, uh, the way we do acoustic music is a little bit different. I, I can't explain, but um, <laughs> it's cool. It's, it's pretty too. That's interesting. Uh, so I did have a question about uh, your playlist that I, I just now thinking about is most of your playlists are uh, English worship songs. Is there a reason that you have so many that are in English? Yeah, the reason is I uh, I want to compile the songs that I like most and share it. Uh, and it was like uh, I was learning English at that time. So that made sense. sense. Yes. Yeah, it made sense for me to to compile all that all, all those songs, and actually, Atrex is not very known in Brazil. So I have I have one uh, playlist uh, which is also Christian music, worship music, in Portuguese, but I have only eight likes in it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I I tend to to post uh, English English music in there. That's... Also on Spotify and SoundCloud. Are you I'm su- sure as I oh sorry no go ahead uh, I'm sure that, that as I find indie Christian music here in Brazil, uh, 
different music from mainstream in Brazil, I'll also be making playlists in Portuguese. Cool. So I was going to ask you about um, your playlist that you have called uh, Quietude. I'm not sure if I'm oh, saying yeah. that right. It's You've like got a, like it's a series, a whole series of them. Yeah. So what led to the whole series of that? Oh man, I just suffered with anxiety a lot when I was in college. Uh, and I really love uh, calm, soothing music, acoustic. Uh, so that's what led me to do it. <laughs> and are you surprised at like the amount of people that have listened to and liked your playlists? Uh, when I got 100 followers on there, I was surprised and really happy. Uh, Nowadays, I don't care much <laughs> because, I, yeah, I think uh, it's something I do for fun, you know. I'm not making money from it. No. I'll keep doing it, but um, I, it might take a while for me to publish on A-Tracks again because I'm focused on other things in my life. Right. Uh, but it's really nice. It's always nice when people send you comments and say that they found a new song through your playlists um, or just send love, the likes and comments. Uh, it's It really makes my day when I see that. I like it. So let's talk about how you find music for your playlist. Do you have any resources you used for discovering new bands and new songs that you would put on your playlist? Um, yeah. Um, before I, I discovered A-Tracks, I would go to YouTube. But I couldn't find much variety uh, from the mainstream Christian music, I mean. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know there was such a thing as indie Christian music then. The most different sounding band I knew of I knew of at the time was Red Collective. Because yes. a friend of a friend suggested it to me. So uh, I, as soon as I stumbled upon Atrax, the website and the app, uh, I began searching for playlists that had Red Collective in them. And from there, I went on to find everything else, including other streaming services such as Spotify, SoundCloud, and of course, YouTube with all those great Christian music channels. Uh, there is this YouTube channel called uh, The Good Christian Music Blog yeah. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, one of my main sources, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that blog and his channel. You know, I might have to try and contact him now that I think about it and see if I can get him on this podcast. That might be interesting. Oh, or that her. Would be really cool. I honestly don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the group behind that channel. Um, so, a group of people. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is like a kind of a group effort. Yeah. So what about, uh, what have you been listening to lately as far as Christian music? Have there been any songs or albums that have um, you've been listening to a lot? Uh, uh, the album I've, I have li- been listening to a lot uh, is titled What I've Been Looking For by a group called, by a band called Splendor Tree. Uh, their album is on Bandcamp and Noise Trade, uh, and they have this indie folk vibe that I love. Um, yeah, pretty much that. Uh, I still listen to my own playlist, uh, Aaron Strumple, Rivers and Robots, my favorite band. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. But I, I should be uh, going on Spotify more and trying to find more songs over there. <laughs> That's good. I, I've never heard of that first band you mentioned. I will have to look uh, that up. Yeah, Splendor Tree. Splendor uh, you, Tree. You can, uh, oh, Splendor Tree. Mm-hmm. 
uh, the Good Christian Music blog YouTube channel posted a song by them. That's how I found them. Good. So um, is there any music you know of that might be coming out soon that you would, uh, you're looking forward to? Yeah, I'm really looking forward for the upcoming album by Zach Winters. Uh, there is even this Kickstarter campaign, uh, only three days left to pledge. Uh, I'm really excited for more music by him because, I mean, he has the indie folk acoustic vibe. He writes songs in a Christian worldview. So mm -hmm. not, of, not all of his songs are explicitly worship, but you, you can relate to, the, to his songs and uh, worship God with them just fine. It, it's really pretty. I love it. Good. So if our listeners want to uh, check out your playlists and uh, keep up with what you're, you're doing in the Christian music world, where would be the best place for them to, to keep up with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, on Atrex, I'm, uh, my username on Atrex is The Maris Beliefs. And on Spotify, it's Damaris de Alencar, which is also my Facebook profile. And on SoundCloud, I'm, I don't know how to pronounce, uh, you'll, you'll <laughs> tell me. Uh, I'm Demi, uh, I'll spell it, D-A-M-I. Uh, and I post playlists on all those three those three streaming services. Okay. I will put a link to those in the show notes so that you can just click on the link oh, and no that'll make it easier <laughs> okay. for people to find. <laughs> yeah, that'll certainly make it easier. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you coming on here and doing this interview. Um, you're oh, the yeah. first female guest I've had on here uh, and the first person outside the United States. So I'm really glad to have some diversity on the I Know a Guy podcast. Oh, I thank you for your invitation. It's very sweet uh, to be noticed <laughs> like that. Uh, it's really cool. Um, I'll be supporting your podcast. Thank you. And thank you listeners for uh, listening to the I Know A Guy podcast. And uh, if you want to subscribe, you can find us on iTunes and Google Play. And you can also follow us on Facebook. And I write for Indie Vision Music if you want to see what I've been listening to. And thanks again for listening. <laughs>